Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Molly Kimball. Welcome to Fueled, a wellness and nutrition podcast. I'm a registered dietitian and nutrition journalist with a passion to help people live their strongest, healthiest life possible. In my weekly TV segments and columns, there's a limited amount of time and space to cover everything, but there's so much more to share. This podcast is my opportunity to dive deeper into the topics you want to know about. So a lot of things are debatable in the world of nutrition, but the idea that we should limit our added sugars isn't one of these. And fortunately now there's so many products on the market that give us low sugar and no sugar options. And one of my favorites that you've probably heard me talk about before is Swerve Sweetener. So I'm thrilled that we're spending today's podcast episode with Andrus Blackwell, president and CEO of Swerve. So we'll be diving a bit into Swerve and kind of the benefits of it. And I'll share a little bit of that with you before we even get into the interview with Andrus. But I asked her to be on this podcast because she's one of the most inspiring people I know. She is incredibly supportive, supportive of wellness, nutrition, dietitians in particular. And she is all about education, about nutrition in general, but also, of course, about sugar. And education is key because sugar is one of the top sources of inflammation in our diets. It's what raises our risk for cancer, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, A high sugar diet is linked directly to not just obesity, but also things like insulin resistance, elevated cholesterol, triglycerides, high blood pressure, and a host of factors linked to heart attack, stroke, and all types of other issues that are the opposite of living our strongest, healthiest life. Too much sugar also makes us look older faster. It accelerates the signs of aging in our skin. It's bad for our belly fat, of course, and it's linked to things like mental disorders and depression. So really, really key that we do what we can to limit added sugars in our diet. Not to mention the fact that when we eat a lot of foods high in sugar, it's simply crowding out more nutritious foods in our diet. Andres will be sharing with us what it's like to build such an incredibly successful and widespread brand like Swerve and how she deals with the pressures that inevitably come with something like building this brand. What does she do to maintain a sense of balance and peace in her life? And quite frankly, she does a really good job of it. So without further ado, let's dive right in with Andres Blackwell, president and CEO of Swerve. So Andres, I'm so excited to have you here with us, spending this time with us here today. Molly, this is like so professional. I don't even know how to take it. (laughs) So we're here in my dining room, but this podcast equipment, it is, it's pretty sweet. I feel like I'm back to my old radio days here with my headphones on, microphone, you know, I love a microphone, right? (laughs) (laughs) And you sound fantastic. You sound very polished. No, this is so exciting. We, We barely get to spend time together. I feel like we do most of our communication via email and of course, quick text, quick text. And so to be in your presence. This is exciting. Yeah, it's always fun. So I'm very familiar with Swerve. We've actually talked about it on this podcast before. We've had Ben McLaughlin, the sales director of Swerve, on this podcast talking about baking and things with Swerve. But for someone who's not familiar with the brand, let's start with that. Kind of how do you describe it to someone? Well, we call ourselves the ultimate sugar replacement. And that really is what Swerve is all about is trying to help you understand limiting sugar consumption and giving you a tool that allows you to do that. And so we really are a zero calorie, natural sugar substitute that you can use in place of sugar in baking and cooking. And so to also share with our listeners here, Swerve uh, sponsors a weekly segment that I do here on WGNO, just full disclosure on that. I love Swerve being a sponsor because you guys are so supportive of putting good, solid nutrition content out there. And one of the things that I love about y'all being a a sponsor of that TV segment is that you just want to support wellness nutrition. And we've even done segments that talk about other plant-based, no-calorie sweeteners. And y'all support that because you're all about, let's get the education out there. You know, Wiley, we've been working together, I think, since about 2012, something like that. So it's been quite a few years. And that is what it's all about. And if I could underscore anything 
regarding our company, and just to even start this off, is it's about education. And where are we educated about nutrition and wellness and health? And so for people like you, we want to support that. And you're doing your like it, love it, hate it segments, and then just the general nutrition, Ben being able to come on and show some cooking demonstrations, because a lot of times it's intimidating and you really break those things down. And you mentioned Ben had been on the podcast. If if someone listening hasn't listened to Ben, stop right now, go back and listen <laughs> to him. His, his segments, I'm sure going to be, was way better than what this is going to be, but it truly is about education. So supporting you is supporting education, getting out there to, you know, all of our friends ar- across the country now, and especially here in New Orleans. And so Swerve is, you know, to, to sum it up for listeners, it's a sweetener. The way that I describe it, it's a natural plant-based sweetener. And I, I think it's really important to differentiate that from artificial sweetener. So we always say like the pink, yellow, blue. Um, there's a bunch of reasons that we want to limit those. And so when we look at the natural alternatives, a lot of them can still be high in sugar, but Swerve isn't. And one of the things that I think is really great is it's easy for people. It measures cup for cup, just like sugar. It bakes like sugar. It caramelizes. It has all the functionalities of sugar, but it has zero calories, zero glycemic effect. It doesn't, um, it doesn't do anything to our blood sugar levels. So it's something that is a very um, easy replacer for people who have any of the needs if they're doing keto or diabetes or any of these things. And you miss the number one reason people choose sweeteners taste. Right. It tastes like (laughs) sugar. So (laughs) that is the number one reason why people make a choice in sweeteners, taste. And then I always say it has to be easy. Obviously, you and I consume nutritional supplements. And if things don't taste good, people don't continue to do them. So it has to be easy. It has to taste good. And so that measuring just like sugar really falls into that ease of use as well. And so to still kind of bring people up to speed, if they're not familiar with the brand, uh, with Swerve, there's granular Swerve, which is kind of a natural, um, like the sugar replacer, regular sugar. It's like a tabletop type table sugar replacement. And then there's confectioner style Swerve. That's going to be your powdered sugar replacement. Brown sugar. Well, Brown Swerve, exactly. <laughs> Brown Swerve. And that's a relatively new product. So exciting to launch that. It looks just like brown sugar, tastes like it. Um, functions just like it. You can pack it into a cup. So we're super excited about that product getting more momentum. And then you have the um, baking type products. The The new bake mixes. Yeah. So we just launched those last year, um, uh, just about a year ago. And it's vanilla cake mix, chocolate cake mix, chocolate chip cookies, and then also pancake waffle, but they're grain free and gluten free. So very low glycemic, sweetened with swerve and just as tasty as their conventional counterparts. You'd never even know you were eating something that was uh, grain-free or sugar-free. You really would have no idea. And what I love about that is as we look at recipes online, we're going to make something over. So many things start with a box of yellow cake mix. Yes. And if you've got, you're like, I can't do anything with this, but now you can. So, and Swerve is based here in New Orleans, headquarters here in New Orleans. Y'all are here. But Swerve is available nationally through the U.S. and also into Canada, right? That's a, that's right. And so gaining lots of new distribution. You know, when you look at having a product like Swerve, the biggest thing is being able to get it into consumers' hands. And so we're really excited to uh, to be on many, many different grocery shelves now. So tell us the backstory because as, we, as someone hears it or sees the brand, a lot of people don't realize it's based here in New Orleans. It is a giant brand. It's international. You, you can find it, you know, in so many stores. Um, whenever I travel, I always look for it and see it and take pictures and send to y'all. So backing up there, tell us the backstory. How did Swerve first come to life as a brand? What was the development, the R&D like for it, different iterations of it? Has it always been called Swerve? How did you come up with the name? All of this. So it's a little bit of a crazy story as they always are, right? When you start a product. Um, but I had moved here and was working in radio. So I'm from Alabama, a little small town in Alabama. Uh, Basically uh, knew nothing about health and nutrition, had never been exposed to nutritional supplements and came to work in the radio business, as I mentioned, those former radio days. And one of my customers was a nutrition store in New Orleans. And so I walked in there and I saw all of these powders and potions and pills and I was thinking, what in the world are all of these things? I had no idea how to even pronounce half of them, right? (laughs) And so that moment was probably, I'll never forget looking at those shelves and looking at all of the, the pills and thinking, 
wow, I have a level of ignorance that I didn't realize that I had. I've not been exposed to these things. I've never had the opportunity. And so I ended up walking out of there with a little bit of a protein shake in a baggie for me to go home and try. And I I thought to myself when I got home, is this like Nestle Quick? Do I use one <laughs> spoon or two spoons of it? And it was really the whole entire right. baggie that I needed to use, right? And um, I literally... Did you really think it was like... That I was really, your frame of reference? That was my frame of reference. Yeah. I, I didn't know if I needed to use one spoon or two <laughs> spoons. I didn't know how many servings. And it was, you know, probably 25 grams of protein, and which is about a half a cup, you know, or, or so. Um, I had no idea. And literally I dove into the deep end of the pool and it was um, health and wellness from there on out. And I left my radio about six months after that. Did you have an interest in health and wellness before that? Was that the way that you lived your life or was that? Not at all. No, I, I literally. You were comparing it to Nestle Quick. I was yeah. comparing it to Nestle <laughs> Quick. I mean, I was literally go, go, go. I, you know, was um, on a morning show, which meant getting to the radio station at 5 a.m. And then I worked in sales. And so then I would go until six or seven o'clock at night. So I mean, very long days. And I would fuel myself with a pack of cheese crackers and a soda at lunch. I never really thought about the fuel I was putting in my body, but I wanted to be a high performer. I wasn't treating my body as if it was going to be high performance. And so when I started understanding about nutrients, carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, and the ratios and what they do in your body, and really our body is a chemical reaction, right? I had no idea. But again, that goes back to where do you learn those things? And it's why for us at Swerve, education is the central component of what we do because I was so uneducated that my mission is let's help educate others. And for me, the one thing that mattered most when I started understanding what I was putting in my body was blood sugar and understanding how blood sugar impacts almost every other thing that's going on in your body. That was the aha moment for me. I think for so many of us, we have no idea that when we're eating a pack of cheese crackers and a soda to power us through the day, so we feel rotten, obviously, but that, that feeling of rotten becomes the norm. And we don't know even, any different. You don't even realize that, that you, don't, you don't, first of all, don't even realize that you feel that bad and you would have no idea why, you know, and, and the things that we have, the headaches, the, the foggy, all, the foggy thinking, there's so many things related to it that we don't even realize because we don't have anything to compare it to. I consider myself a very patient person. Just in life, I, I tend to have a lot of patience in most ways. <laughs> I won't proclaim to have patience in all ways. But one area that I do not have patience for is when I don't feel good and when I know that I don't have good energy because I know the difference. And so if I have been go, 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 and maybe I am dragging a little bit, I, I, I literally get upset with myself or maybe I haven't been eating just right or I haven't paid attention to my blood sugar. It's that is the one thing that I know that I have a lot of control over. And because so I, you know better. Now. I know better, you know, and so that makes that um, that is what we want to try to help other people understand is that when you feel better, it's an amazing feeling. The the energy that you have sleep, you sleep better, weight management, all of these things that fall into these categories that we hear people talk about digestions better, all of that. And so I don't have two o'clock afternoon slumps. Because I know how to avoid that, and I know what I need to do to make sure that my blood sugar is stabilized. So y'all listening, you can see why do I love Swerve so much. I love the product, but I also love the people behind the brand because this is how you and your whole team live your lives, and this is the mission. So when it came to developing Swerve, how did this even come about? Because nothing like this existed at the time. Well, right. I mean, erythritol, which is our main ingredient, and certainly we can talk more about that. But and what year are we talking that you started? Like the, 01. Okay. So we, my former business partner and I wanted to sweeten a protein shake naturally. She had created some protein shakes. They were sweetened with sucralose because at the time that's what everybody was using, right? Splenda. Splenda, right. exactly. And we wanted to sweeten them naturally. Uh, stevia was an option. It wasn't generally recognized as safe yet. Um, so it wasn't supposed to be used as a sweetener. It's also so intensely sweet that it can kind of give a bitterness. Stevia has come a long way since then, obviously. And... So we started playing around with a combination of ingredients and the, 
the protein shake turned out to taste phenomenal. And when you use um, different sweeteners, they can have a mouthfeel that, so when you, when you drink a protein shake, you've heard people talk about chalky protein mm-hmm. shakes or gritty protein shakes. Mouthfeel is really, really important. And the combination of erythritol and the prebiotic fibers we came up with gave it a really nice mouthfeel, milkshake-ish. And so it was um, <laughs> milkshake-ish. Milkshake mouthfeel. That's right. <laughs> That's our goal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And again, like we talked about earlier, taste is key. Mm-hmm. So it had to taste good. It had to be easy. And this combination tasted so good, we decided let's start packaging it on its own as well. So let me back up. So with the fructooligosaccharides and the erythritol, how did you even have these? And when you say you started playing around with them, you just call manufacturers. Yeah, <laughs> at, literally in the kitchen. Yeah. You call manufacturers, you get different ones, you see how soluble they are, you see how they taste, you mix them together, different, ratios, different ratios of this. Absolutely. And so it is, it's literally trial and error and reading and researching and reading and researching and reading. And I can't even begin to tell you. And so, yeah, I mean, it was just trial and error. It's not rocket science. I'm not going to proclaim that it's rocket science. It's just a lot of determination. And, you know, looking at the landscape of what was on the shelves then, we were looking at either stevia, which was usually powder or drop form. And a lot of people would say, man, that's so bitter. I don't love it. And you couldn't even find stevia in your regular grocery store. You had to go to the supplements store and kind of the deep, dark recesses of it and find it. Well, in 2007, we went on the shelves in some of the Louisiana Whole Foods stores and we were right there next to shampoo. (laughs) That's because that's where you buy your sweeteners, right? When you're shopping for shampoo. And so... (laughs) That's that's you know true. I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Well, because there's the it was the whole body section, and you know, thank goodness that Whole Foods had foragers going out and trying to find local companies to partner with, and and so it gave us our first introduction, and it was real validation, right, to be on the shelves at Whole Foods next to the shampoo. Were they your first retailer? They were our first major retailer, yes. And again, it was validation because they have uh, a list of ingredients that they do not accept. And so it was with a with an ingredient like erythritol that sounds very intimidating. It was the first hurdle that we were able to get, a, get over. And as a matter of fact, I was telling somebody this story the other day because erythritol is in the sugar alcohol family. And, the, and they said, well, what about the laxative effect? And I said, well, erythritol is different. And back then, Whole Foods came to us and said, we're going to put you on the shelf, but you have to put a disclaimer about the possibility that it will have a laxative effect. And we said, absolutely not, because erythritol is metabolized differently. They said, well, you're going to have to present all of this to the the attorneys, you know, at Whole Foods. And so we literally in 07, we're going back and forth with the Whole Foods attorneys about the research. And they said, you're right. You don't have to put this disclaimer on there. So I feel like we pioneered erythritol in some ways to really advocate for it being different than the other sugar alcohols. So let's do a quick sidebar on sugar alcohols and laxative effect for those who aren't familiar. um, I think the ones that are the most familiar that someone might see on a label, I see sorbitol. And a lot of products and candies, a lot of sugar-free mints, um, maltitol, mannitol, and these um, things in OL typically are what we call sugar alcohols. And one of the side effects that people may or may not know is that they do have a laxative effect. It can cause gas, bloating, diarrhea. They're, They're very difficult to metabolize in the gut. And so because they can't penetrate your intestinal lining, that is where they begin to ferment and then cause like you said, the gas and the bloating, and, and sometimes worse. <laughs> sometimes worse. So explain how erythritol is different. So 90% of erythritol is digested immediately as it comes out of the stomach. So that doesn't even make its way into your colon where that fermentation would occur. It's actually excreted from the body in a very short period of time, over 24 hours, but it's a, but that's a short period of time uh, once it's gone into the bloodstream. And then that remaining 10% that makes its way to your colon doesn't ferment. It's non-fermentable. So the good the bugs that are in your colon, they cannot feed upon it. And so that's why it acts differently. That's also why it's zero calorie because it's non-fermentable. It doesn't give you any energy value or any caloric value. So that's completely different than the way the other sugar alcohols are metabolized. Right. So usually on sugar alcohols, these do still um, account for 
some level of carbohydrate, usually about half that of regular. About 50%. And then with, with Swerve, because of the erythritol, it's truly zero. So if you're baking with it, you're you know, redoing a recipe and you want to kind of see how much, what your carb content is, um, you'll see your total carbs on a product and then you can completely subtract all the Swerve. And we do that when Ben and I do the baking segments or um, we've developed different products with Swerve and you have your total carbs on the label, but then you have your net carbs because you can truly pull all of the grams of carbs from Swerve out. Exactly right. right. So y'all play around, you're in the kitchen, you're mixing in, mixing in all the, um, all the powders, you kind of come out with what your uh, product's going to be. How did you, so you package it first as little packets, bulk packs? Always it was in a 16 ounce bag originally. And so a, a pound of sweetener, a pound of sugar, you know, so it was not until probably 06, 07 that we did the little small sachets, but people use Swerve by the cupful. We really focused on baking and mm-hmm. cooking and there's not Still to this day, there aren't other options out there that do a really great job from the baking and cooking mm-hmm. standpoint. So that's always been our real focus is using it by the cupful. And was the name always Swerve? It well, we played around with names previously. Zeratol was this terrible name that we had, and <laughs> and it sounds so pharmaceutical. Mm-hmm. Um, that was out there, but we knew we wanted something friendly, approachable. Mm -hmm. And so I opened the uh, dictionary one day and there was the word swerve. I'll know it was when we were, we had an office on the North shore in Mandeville. And so I'm walking down the hall and I said, the word swerve, it says like go in a fast direction away from something. And I was like, this is our word. We're, we're swerving away from sugar and boom, it was done. There you go. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you, Webster. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. So that is, you know, when we see that we just, everyone, it's Swerve, it's available in all these different ways. It's in all these different types of um, applications, the confectioner style, the brown. And I think it's really easy for someone to make the assumption that there's this, you know, giant entity behind it, but really it's a lot of, it's time, it's patience, it's perseverance, it's educating. It'll be 12 of us. We just added a new team member. So 12 literal um, little hamsters in the hamster wheel right. here in New Orleans making it happen. Yeah. I mean, we obviously we have a lot of great partners. I mean, Molly, you're a great partner. We have partners that help us with some of our uh, media and public relations and things like that. But that um, core team is 12 of you. The core team is 12 people here in New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah. That's fantastic. So that's it. That's just a huge, huge accomplishment. And I know that there's so much that you're always looking at what's next, what's the next steps, and you're always kind of looking forward. But I think it's a really great thing to kind of turn around, look back, and be like, wow, that's incredible. I don't do a very good job of looking in the rearview mirror, but it is incredible. I think that probably the team would say to me, can we get some more people, Andrus? (laughs) Our little legs are running off, you know. Um, And so we are in that growth phase, and we are looking or people who are like-minded and who want to be part of that education and, and understand being service oriented. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Um, but, but yeah, it's, I can remember the days when we would produce a pallet of Swerve. One pallet, there'd be about 2000 bags on that pallet and it would last us for six months. And so it is kind of fun to go back and think about those days um, when you have uh, then truckloads coming in and going out. And right. That just kind of puts thing, things in perspective for I, sure. I'm so proud. And so um, I'm so excited to have kind of been familiar with the brand from early days, not quite at the beginning, but to see the growth. I think it's just, to me, it's so inspiring. The, the most exciting thing for me is consumer awareness and consumer awareness of reducing sugar consumption. And so when those trucks pull in, I don't really think about it, about swerve being offloaded or onloaded. I think about, wow, the number of people who feel better because of this. You're seeing the bags go out and you're like, this is how many people are making this choice. It's so exciting when you look on social media and you see people snapping pictures of recipes that they are making and they're using swerve. I can't even begin to tell you what that does to my heart, just knowing that they're making better decisions and better choices. And look, I want to be clear. We are not anti-sugar at Swerve. Sugar has a role in the diet. It is, it's not a bad guy. It's just how we consume it and how manufacturers, food manufacturers have pumped 
these processed foods full of sugar. You don't even know how much you're consuming. So sugar's not the bad guy. And again, Swerve's just a tool in the tool chest to help people make better decisions. Look, I'm a huge advocate. If you have a cake recipe that calls for a cup of sugar and you want to use some sugar, use half a cup of sugar, half a cup of Swerve. You just made a much better decision. So it comes in all different um, facets and and looks different for everybody. But just to know that more people are aware of being carb conscious, that to me is a victory. It's also Swerve makes it so easy to start to redo those favorite sweet recipes, those favorite baked goods. And so many of them, of course, it's, you know, flour, butter, sugar. And when Swerve makes it so easy to replace that sugar component, that's also a step to start guiding people that they now, okay, well, let me experiment with almond flour, coconut flour. And then a lot of the recipes, Swerve website has a ton of recipes, but showing people how to use these other flour alternatives as well. So it's like Swerve is kind of like the entry point for people. Well, and one of the goals for us is we have, I mean, thank good, thank goodness we have all of these great partners that help with recipe development. And Ben, my, I think Ben's probably contributed a hundred or plus recipes that are on our website. Um, but the goal is to have recipes that are approachable for everyone, wherever they are on their entry into carb consciousness. Right. So if it's still using white flour, but replacing sugar with swerve, we have Done. recipes for yes. you. If you want to go all the way full spectrum over to vegan, gluten-free, grain-free, you know, we have recipes for you. And one of the, the really neat things that the team has done is create filters on the website so that if you come there and you want just this classic conventional recipe, click on that filter. You want a vegan recipe, click on that filter. And so they've done a great job of making accommodations for everybody and being able to really give a good array of recipes. But I think it's important that we we don't condemn people who just want to cut out the sugar. It's okay if that's their entry point. You have to start somewhere. Look at me, Nestle Quick, protein powder, you know, I had to start somewhere as well. So wherever that awareness is, wherever you are, we as a team, we're here for you. One of the things I love that Ben says is he used to be a Paula Deen type baker, <laughs> like a Paula Deen cook. Like butter, sugar, all of those things yes. that you just said. Now, he still is a Big on butter. He loves the butter. I'm always <laughs> like, man, but we could also use coconut oil, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yes. So I know that this is, you are um, not great at looking in the rearview mirror and kind of, okay, giving yourself that nod. You're also not great at just talking about yourself, but I'm going to ask you to. Oh, <laughs> so no. With, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> so as you've um, experienced this relatively rapid growth with Swerve and, and certainly consistent growth. And it continues to evolve. There's new products, there's new stores, there's new, you know, just a, a constant heightened awareness of the brand. There's inevitably going to be pressures that I, I would think go with that. And as your friend and seeing you, you know, how you respond to things, you are cool as a cucumber. You handle things or at least seem to handle things really well and in a really positive light. And if there's anyone who takes lemons and makes lemonade, it's you. But how do you, what do you do to handle the pressures of that, a growing brand? I think that I have to go back to thanking my mom and dad for, <laughs> for teaching me to, um, or maybe instilling in me, again, that sense of patience and always reflecting upon if things go wrong, what could I have done differently? And I spend a lot of time reflecting on what, because all I really have control over is myself, right? And so I spend a lot of time thinking on that. But, oh, Molly, it's, this is, it's stressful in a good way. And, and, but good stress is still stress. And so I would say that I still am a little challenged to manage that stress because Swerve is my life. Um, and 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 I don't I mean that in a healthy way. I don't mean it in a I'm consumed with work. This doesn't feel like work. This isn't work. I don't wake up thinking I have to go to work. I never ever feel that way. But I've I've gotten better at taking time for myself, specifically in the mornings. I'm an early riser. You're an early riser. You know, I have a handful of people I know that I can send emails at five right. o'clock in the morning and they're gonna respond right away. Right. 
you and Ben, <laughs> in, in essence. Um, and, and so anyway, I, um, I take time for myself to reflect on what I want that day to look like and not being a go, go, go. I, I learned a long time ago because of having to be at work at five o'clock in the morning. And in general, my feet would hit the floor, hit the shower, out the door, and I was ready to roll. And I, I felt like that, that frenzied pace of having to get there, having to go, 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 kind of set the pace for the rest of my day. And so by utilizing sometimes one, two hours in the morning to really set my pace for the rest of the day, I think has made a big, big difference for me. Um, but I'm not really good at taking breaks. I took a, va- I had a vacation this year, uh, a whole entire week off. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but I'm not real good at that because I'm just, I'm interested in what's going on with the business. I'm interested in what the team is doing. I'm in, and it's not a control freak thing. Maybe some people would say it is, but it's sheer interest in what we have going on. And excitement. It's a lot of really excitement. And, and what's really neat about the natural foods world is I really like the people we work with, even when it's challenging. I had a really challenging meeting, um, I think I told you about it actually uh, recently. And in the middle of the meeting, I looked at the the two people sitting across from me and I said, I'm still having fun right now. (laughs) Even though this is really hard, I'm still having fun because business should be fun. Even when it's hard, it should still be fun. What did they say when you said that? I think they think I was cuckoo. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they they thought I was cuckoo, but I meant it. I meant it. <laughs> and you really, I know you and I know you meant it. And that was a very stressful meeting. So to be able to have that self-check and say, boy, I'm feeling like really pressured, really stressed right now. But yeah, they kind of looked at me sideways. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. You know how when a dog will look at you like, huh? <laughs> yeah, there was, that was a definite look. But I, but I truly mean it, even when it's really hard. And I, I always think back, um, I think back to athletes and or anyone who is um, training for something. And if it, you know, and the saying goes, if it was hard, if it was, if it was easy, everybody would do it. When it's hard, there's a reason why. And, you know, ultimately, I don't know what the goal is for Swerve. I don't know what, what we're ultimately trying to achieve outside of educating people and making people aware and having, you know, access to a, a product that, they can use to bake and cook with. I just know that I'm in this game every single day. And if we're doing the right things, all of the other things should take care of themselves. Yeah. And I think that whenever you have that passion, the opportunities open up and, and you know, I'm sure you have, okay, here's our goal for a year, three years, five years, but the opportunities truly are endless. There's so much that could be. So, you know, it goes back to sometimes, yes, I have to do a little self-check on on the stress and um, because I tend to operate kind of, kind of in a, um, I'm an intense individual and intensity just comes. My mother said that I came out of the womb intense. I mean, I'm just intense, (laughs) but not like in a, you know, I I don't think in a bad way, but um, so I have to do a lot of self-checking there. I think your intensity is um, a passion. Your intensity, what I, what you, what others may say is intensity, and it is intensity, but it's it's a passion that um, yeah, I guess it could come across as that. But I would say passionate. But you're not intimidated person. by it because you you may be a little intense too, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> and in yes, in a and, passionate in way, in a very similar way, I find um, it's hard to turn down in our heads that that constant thought about what we do in our careers because we love what we do so much because we're so passionate about it and one of the things that I'm going to ask you about but I'll also say what what my thought is on it is how do you find that sense of balance and my answer for that is that balance might be a little bit lopsided for us compared to what it is for other people because what for years I used to say oh, I need to find a better balance between my work and non-work time. And then I realized trying to find that balance was more stressful because I actually love so much what I do that why do I need to 
find such a balance of that, you know, and, and, and finding a peace with that and realizing that we don't have to, um, there's not a right or wrong and our balance might be a little bit shifted. Well, and that's someone else's perception of what balance is. Right. And for me, I've had to realize that motion doesn't always equal forward progress. So, but I need to be in motion a lot. And so I'm constantly trying to define that. You know, I travel a lot. And if I'm in the office or here in New Orleans for too long of a period of time, I often feel like I'm not being productive, even though I'm being wildly productive because I'm in one place and able to concentrate and focus. But I need a little bit of movement for me to really feel productivity, as well as engaging with our retail partners and engaging with consumers. And so that's really what feeds my soul. And I think it goes back to what feeds your soul. And Swerve feeds my soul because of all of the interactions that I have. I mean, my closest friends are because of Swerve. Mm -hmm. You and I are sitting right here across from one another. And so it's been a conduit to really fuel me in a way that um, I feel like I owe it back to the brand. Yeah, I, I think that that's, I love hearing that. And I think it's really good for people who their work is their passion to to just give ourselves a little bit of a um, a pass on that. And I also would say, because you and I are similar in this way, we walk the walk that we talk. So we're, you know, we're conscientious about what we put into our bodies. We're interested in the latest and greatest science or the latest and greatest foods that are on the shelf now and understanding what's out there, hearing from these people who are making these products. I mean, so that is really what we're interested in. I mean, it's what energizes us. It's what energizes us. So um, I I couldn't think of anything else that I, you know, I mean, yes, I do have other interests as well, but pretty much this is that the natural foods world is where all of my interest lies. And so as Swerve has grown as the brand, as there, there's inevitably been um, self-doubt or doubt about, am I making the right decision here? You know, so what are some of the what ifs that are in your head? Like, is there, is there a fear of failure on certain ventures or is there a fear of what people think or what something might come across as? You know, we were fortunate, um, back in 2011, that uh, gentleman in New Orleans basically bought out the debt of the company and invested the money in helping us grow the brand and being able to put the marketing behind it and do all the things. It's Most of the common consumer doesn't know it's really expensive to be in the grocery business. And it makes me sad sometimes mm-hmm. that getting good, healthy food sh- to people should be so expensive. But I tell this story because Rick, who um, is is the owner of Swerve today, one of the, he's been an amazing mentor. He's not involved in the day-to-day business at all. He's there if we need him. If we don't need him, he's, I can go a month without even speaking to him. He has taught me to use my gut. And one of the things that I didn't realize is that gut, that intuition, uh, that gut instinct is just like a muscle. You have to exercise it. You have to use it. The more you use it, the stronger it gets, the more you believe in it. And it's scary for people. Oh, because, you know, and especially women. I really think that men have tend to have a little bit better intuition with going with their gut or they just don't care as much. I don't know. They don't care about what other people think as much. Women, especially young women, I mean, I, I think back, I was 26, 27 years old when we started doing this. That kind of freaks me out. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, I'll, I'll be 45 this month. And so thinking back to that and we're in, but as women, did we, you have more self-doubt at that age? Younger? Oh, are you kidding me? The most beautiful thing about getting into your 40s is not caring as much. That's probably the wrong way to to phrase it because I care. I sincerely care, but just You're not, not going to let it change your behavior. And I'm not going to worry so much about what other people think. That is but women 
care about that. They they worry about that. And so I was always worried, am I making the right move? Is this right? My head voice would get in the way of my gut instinct voice and my gut tells me this, but I think that person wants would want me to do this. And so that... I don't have a fear of that anymore because I, I think I innately knew that sometimes I let my head voice get in the way. And, and you need to listen to your head voice as well. But my fears have changed. They've evolved. I mean, I think we all still have fear. Um, I have a lot of responsibility. I mean, yes, it's 12 people on the team, but that's a lot of responsibility. How many consumers are we responsible four and two to continue putting out a great product and making it accessible. Those are the kind of things I think about is that when you make promises to people and you build people's livelihoods that I want to be able to continue doing that and making the right choices for for people. But using my gut and listening to that intuition that I've learned to really exercise puts me much more at ease because you have those little successes along mm-hmm. the way by listening to your gut. It just gives you the ability to continue exercising it. I think that's also a really great thing that having someone like Rick, who is um, a supporter of the brand, but also a supporter of you and there when you need that help. And I think for all of us, if we can identify even just one person in our life, that is that person for us. It might be, a friend, it might be a colleague, it could be someone through a support group of any type or online coaching group or anything. But when we have that person who we feel like is in our corner and we can turn to them and we know that we're going to get, get that real, real, um, guidance and we can really trust. I think just knowing that we have someone in our corner helps make us stronger than what we even think that we are. I totally agree. And that's, we try to create that environment even amongst the Swerve team, mm-hmm. you know, that people understand we're going to make mistakes. But if you're giving it your all, if you're trying really hard and you're trying to, you know, to do things in the right way, then fail, fail, because you have to fail in order to succeed. And so I think that I've learned that lesson from him, that he's allowed me to fail. Mm-hmm. And so you get less afraid. Yeah, yeah, take those risks. You get less afraid of failure because you know you're that much closer. I can remember back in my radio days, I would uh, I would tell the sales team, I want you to go out and get 10 no's today. I say, what? What do you mean you want me to get 10 no's? Because for every no you get, you're getting closer to a yes. And that's exactly the mentality we have is that just work hard, know that we're here, we have your back, as long as you're not operating in a malicious way or ill intent or irresponsibly. And so we have a, we definitely have a culture of what we call constant improvement, but that means we're not all going to get it right. Going back to, you know, women and, and, and of course men too, um, we are gender stereotyping a bit, but I do agree a lot of times women and younger people in general do worry so much about what people think. I th- there's the factor two of who do we surround ourselves with. And so when we're surrounding ourselves with, whether it's in real life or social media lives, people that we do feel like are watching and maybe have a little bit of that judging eye, then we do become more um, hesitant and we do have more self-doubt. So I think it's really important too to to take a step back and see what is who are your people? Who are you surrounding yourself with? I- and you said it, Molly. I mean, we could get off. We could do a uh, a total podcast on social media and self-doubt and all of that. And there are experts out there. But it's so true. And that's why at Swerve, we have chosen to tell people what they can do mm-hmm. and not what they can't do. Mm-hmm. What can you eat? Not you can't have this. Mm-hmm. We've taken a totally different approach to that because we're told we can't or we're judging ourselves or all of this, you know, this is the right way, this is the wrong way, that sometimes people are just trying to find a way. And there's so much out there that it can be completely overwhelming. Oh, and- gosh, can you imagine? I mean, fortunately for us, we're a little bit older, so we have we've had the opportunity to see a lot of these, you know, crazy diets come and go and probably participate in some of them and things like that. But, but if these young people today, everything is reliant on the internet and you don't know what's good information. You don't know what's bad information, but again, we could go 
forever and ever on that subject. Yeah, I I completely agree. And I think, um, has there been anything that just didn't work that you want to share that would be like, a oh my God, it's a hilarious story. We had this giant misstep. It was embarrassing, but we like recovered type thing. Um, I mean, one of the things that I love about the company is that not one single person in our company has ever worked in the food business or consumer packaged goods business. So we're always using the wrong terminology. <laughs> like, I mean... Uh, that one of the uh, funny, really funny stories when we had garlic swerve. Have I ever told you about that? No. Because we were producing here yes. in New Orleans. Wait, yes, but share the story. Okay, okay. You know, one of the things I would love would be if we could produce swerve in New Orleans because we are New Orleans through and through. You know, I think this is the greatest city in the world. Um, and we did produce it here. So we use facilities that have uh, people that are highly qualified, that they're managing the quality control and, and, so years and years ago, we were we were producing Swerve in New Orleans, and we got a batch that um, basically didn't meet the criteria because it was garlic Swerve. <laughs> and if you think about it, it's New Orleans, so all these spices are made, and they had made garlic, a garlic spice, right ahead of making our product. And even though they cleaned the equipment... It was so pungent. Infiltrated in the air. And even our master cases, you know, that we ship in, they would come in and they smelled like garlic and spices. And so we had to quickly learn that we had needed to segregate and be in more of a confectionery environment. Um, so that was a lesson learned. Um, I don't think Garlic Swerve is going to be on the, uh, <laughs> the list of products that we'll be putting out there, but... Yeah, that was, and that was when we were still small, thank goodness, but every bag counted, right? And so there were all these bags of garlic swerve and we're like, now we're, where are we going to get the money to make more swerve? And so. What did you do with them? Oh, we discarded them. <laughs> you do not want that first impression. <laughs> so what are some of the key things that you credit for, for your success as the leader behind, you know, the swerve and also that you would say are the key things that you credit for the brand success? When I think about building a brand and really wanting to see your brand flourish and grow and get it out there, most people tend to say yes a lot. Yes, we can go into that store. Yes, we can do that. I've been so fortunate to be surrounded by people that understand that saying no is often way more valuable than saying yes. And, and I, and I know that sounds, because I'm, I'm a yes person. Yes, we can make this happen. Yes, we can do this. But it's discipline. And the Swerve team truly understands discipline. I kind of liken it to uh, your own health and wellness, right? And having the discipline to understand and educate yourself about what you should eat or should not eat or, um, you know, being able to have the discipline when you fall off the wagon to get back on it. So I believe, I truly believe by going slowly, by taking our time, by trying to build our brand in a very um, strong and organic and thoughtful way that we've had, we've had to say no, but that is part of why we've been able to build a strong foundation. And so we never wanted, well, I'll put it very clearly. If we went out there and said, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Retailer, can we be on your shelf? We really want we really think that the consumers are going to like us. We're going to surround you with ways that you'll be successful. We did that. And we went in and we we took care of those promises that we made to people. And until we were doing really good in that retail partner, let's use the Whole Foods back in, you know, in, in the late 2000s, we wanted to be doing really good there before we branched out beyond there. And then when we branched out a little bit, we need to be doing really good here before we branch out. And so we we've grown the brand very organically, you know, but still systematically, very systematically, very disciplined, very thoughtful. And, and, and thank you, you know, biggest retailer in America coming to us saying you want to put swerve on the shelf, but we're not quite ready for you. We need to be ready for you. Consumers need to be ready for us to be in your stores. And now that day has come mm -hmm. and we have been able to give people access to the product, but we needed to do it in a thoughtful way because Molly, we didn't have the money to make mistakes. You know, when we, when we decided to put the cake mixes out there, 
we self-funded all of that. Rick didn't come in and put money into the company. We had to be disciplined to save our money, to make sure that we had enough money to go out there, manufacture the cake mixes, and then put the marketing behind it. And, you know, you can't just then go out there and blitz it onto every single shelf. So sometimes people will say, oh, why aren't you in my retail store? We're working on it. Right. But it's part of this. this and you want to please. You want to. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So I would say that that the team has been so incredible in understanding that discipline and thoughtfulness. I think that's one of my favorite ways to describe the Swerve team is thoughtful, thoughtful in all aspects of business. And nobody on our team has ever worked in the food business before, the consumer packaged goods business before. I think that that actually could be a strength, right? We don't know what we don't know. We have our own language. Sometimes we don't know what people are asking us for. (laughs) So we have to, you know, wave our hands. Could you please explain exactly what that is? And everybody else is looking around going, they don't know this. We're like, no, we don't, but now we do. <laughs> now we do. So we're right on it. Um, so I just think that I would say that for a lot of companies, unless you have infinite funds, you really have to be thoughtful about how you approach it and ensure that you instill that culture throughout the entire organization. And you've done you've done that successfully through the team. You have, as you said, a very small team. You have Ben, who's sales director. You have Amy Davis, who's a registered dietitian. Thank you to you for recommending Amy and saying that she uh, that she would be a good addition. Amy's amazing. We are. I think you were looking for maybe there was marketing, and I said there's a dietitian I know, and she's great at marketing. Are you kidding me? I mean, and now Amy's moving more into a uh, a role of going out there and helping get Mm -hmm. Swerve on more shelves and helping to ensure that we're promoting and that. Um, we're doing all the right things, you know, for our retail partners as well. So she's evolved into additional responsibilities. And serves as that resource. And you have that kind of stamp of validation that when you get a nutrition question, we have our dietitian on staff. Right? Exactly. It's fantastic. Not a lot of companies do. Well, it's really important to know that we have someone who's credentialed. I mean, she, you know, Amy continues to keep her certification updated. She does her continuing education, all of those things. We want that. And um, no doubt about she brings great value to to this work organization. And I love seeing how it grows. And everybody on the team is just, they're so nice. They're so warm. They're so welcoming and also very enthusiastic about it. So what is next? What's on the horizon? Are you able to share anything that's coming up that's big news? Well, you know, it's really, we're, we're super excited about all the additional retail distribution we've gained this year. Um, so what are some of the places that just nationally that someone could find it? Walmart, you know, almost uh, anywhere uh, around the country you can find Swerve at Walmart now, Kroger. So we we just uh, went into Kroger stores very recently, and that's been fantastic. Still, we have our Whole Foods partnership, Sprouts. Um, Costco? Costco. in uh, So in Southern California and also in Texas, some Costco locations. Um, in New Orleans, obviously, a great Costco location. That's We could probably throw a football and hit the Costco <laughs> from our office. Um, and I know your husband is a big Costco fan, yes. so I'm sure he's probably <laughs> sent pictures. He may be there right now. <laughs> Actually, for real. Yes. I love it. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, about having that access and then... Um, we're going to be uh, rolling out into Target stores uh, later this year as well. That's so, fantastic. So it's, again, it's about access. It's about um, making sure that we have a constant supply available for our retail partners. And so we're, we're just super excited about that. And then obviously we're looking at ideas for new products and thinking, you know, more swerve, you know, less sugar, more swerve. And what kind of things do people want to consume that might be snacks and might be convenient? We have, oh, one of the most exciting things that we have going on right now is how many bakeries are using swerve for their prepared foods. And so when you can walk into these special, you know, I love to call it carb conscious bakeries, that they're giving you access to even wedding cakes that are made without sugar. That's super exciting. And so that's a big initiative that we have going on right now because, okay, frankly, I'm not a big baker. I was so thrilled when we 
you know, when we finally decided to launch these baked mixes, because I'll make from a box mix, but whipping something up from scratch, girl, I don't have it's a KitchenAid. I don't have a KitchenAid mixer at home. <laughs> so I really needed my chocolate chip cookie mix that I could, you know, throw in the oven when I'm having a Netflix marathon, mm-hmm. right? And so next would be, you know, when I'm perusing the aisles of the grocery store, exactly. picking up my lunch, and then being able to grab a swerve cookie from that, you know, bakery case. And one of the things that um, on, a, on a completely separate but related is, note is through our Eat Fit initiative that we have here in New Orleans with Osher Fitness Center, Osher Health System, that's where, you know, we work with local restaurants, we incorporate healthy items on the menus at restaurants, but we've also started to work in product development. And King Cakes, of course, are gigantic here in New Orleans. So exciting. And we've worked with you and Ben to develop the Eat Fit King Cake it's, we had our first kind of toe dipped into the retail market this past King Cake season. Molly's being very modest right now because those King Cakes were a huge hit and there's a lot of exciting stuff a on the horizon. Of exciting with, stuff. And for 2020 Mardi Gras. Yes. And then working with a, um, a large scale bakery who can, you know, we've had multiple stores and, um, some chain stores who want to pick it up for the 2020 Mardi Gras. And so working with a larger scale bakery who can do not only the king cake, but other eat fit items with Swara, which is incredible. You know what excites me about that the most? And this goes back to, you know, in the mid 2000s when we were just, when we were just, and we're still a fledgling brand. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I mean, just trying to get ourselves going, right? And we're like, oh my gosh, we're doing this in New Orleans. But it's so cool that we're doing this in New Orleans, you know, creating a king cake. I mean, king cake is like the poster child for gluttony, right? And so we're creating a king cake that people can indulge in here in New Orleans. And they love it. Yeah. It's insane. That's what it's like. If we can do this here and if we can plant these seeds here and they take off, we know we can do it anywhere. And, And the other thing is... I always like to tell people when they say, well, does Swerve taste good? I'm like, we are from New Orleans. We have a reputation <laughs> right. to uphold. So we can't put a king cake out there, Molly, that doesn't taste good. It might look a little different. It might have a little different texture. But you take one bite of that and tell me you don't think that that's really doggone yeah. good. So I the, the the vast reach that you guys have with the education, with and I think it's very, very wise to say, okay, we know that some people bake, they've got their KitchenAid, they want to make from scratch, they love playing around and, you know, um, experimenting with new recipes and making them over. Other people say, I just want that bake mix, I want to like dump and bake. Others say, I'm not even doing that, I need it in the store. And it's fantastic because you've evolved, swerved to the point where you can help to solve all those needs. And that's really what the future is for us, is continuing to expand upon that, Um and, and really, we welcome the feedback. We learn the most when we listen to what consumers want. And so that's, we want to hear, we want to hear from people. What are you looking for? What do you want? And that's really what's on the horizon for us. So what's your one takeaway for, for people listening? Well, Molly, we haven't let everyone know that we have a third guest in the room Ooh, right now. Yes. And that's my four-legged son, Chance, who is... <laughs> He's napping. He does that a lot at the, age of, at the age of 14. Uh, so I'm excited. This is his first podcast. Is it your first podcast with a four-legged friend? It's my first podcast with a four-legged friend. I have had a baby being breastfed during a podcast. So you've had a, 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 an additional We've had an one. additional little guest, but this is our first little four-legged friend. Well, I think it's very appropriate that he's here because... Um, Chance is special, a special dog's a border collie. And I was telling you the story earlier about um, taking him out and sheep herding. And and really what he signifies for me as, as my, my BFF over there is helping him find his purpose. And when he saw sheep for the first time, having that instinct, he realized his purpose in life. And when he realized his purpose in life, it was almost simultaneous that I realized mine. And I would say that the takeaway is really finding your passion, finding your purpose, and then you do have that work-life balance that we were talking about. This is my passion. This is my purpose. And 
going out and educating and helping people understand that they can live with vitality, that's what I want to do every day. And my goal is to help other people find that vitality in their life as well. We're so grateful to Andres for joining us today. And I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did and learned and were inspired by Andres as much as I am. You can find the links that she mentioned in the show notes of this episode. I'm Molly Kimball, and you've been listening to Fueled Wellness and Nutrition, the podcast. If you'd like more Fueled Wellness and Nutrition, please head over to mollykimball.com. And you can follow me, Molly Kimball RD, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another dose of Fueled Wellness and Nutrition. Thanks for listening, and stay focused on living your strongest, healthiest life possible. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.